Welcome to Lost Levels Club. Welcome to Lost Levels Club. I have with me tonight Sir Michael. Hello. And myself, Timothy. Hello. We're a book club for games. But not today. Today, we're going to talk about Roblox. And just loads of rapid fire, just loads of random stuff. So let's start with Roblox. So, had you heard of Roblox? What did you know about Roblox? So I have come across Roblox as an alternative to Minecraft. I know that one of my ex-manager's sons, I think my, actually, let's be honest, I think my ex-manager is trying to make money off of Roblox. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> that was his plan. Yeah, I wish you told me this ages ago. Why? Okay, okay, okay. So, I had also just been dimly aware of Roblox as an alternative to Minecraft. Like, I'd heard the name, but I'd never played it. And I just heard it was kind of like bad Minecraft. Like, it's just like a clone of Minecraft that people who didn't have Minecraft played instead. How wrong I was. Like, Roblox. Roblox is just like this phenomenon. Roblox has more concurrent players than Call of Duty, League of Legends, and World of Warcraft combined. Roblox is just this beer moth. And it came out before Minecraft. Like, I think Roblox launched in 2006. Minecraft is 2009. Wait, wait, but in the last 15 years, has it changed to be more like Minecraft? Or is it always like Minecraft? I don't think it's like Minecraft at all, then or now. I think the characterization of it being like Minecraft is a lazy characterization by people who don't know what Roblox is about, which was me until very recently. And me too. I still don't know what Roblox is about. Roblox is basically the oasis. Like, have you seen Ready Player One? Roblox is the closest thing that exists today to the Oasis. I mean, this is all hyperbole, but but I'm only half joking. Roblox kind of could be the future of the internet. It, it's, I'm really impressed by Roblox. It's kind of amazing and terrible in equal measure. Terrible bad or terrible good in that it could take over the world? So, I mean, the reason I think neither of us knew anything about Roblox is because it's predominantly played by children. So, 
three in four US children aged between nine and 12 play it for what, like two to three hours a day, I think. It's got crazy user numbers, but they're they're mostly kids. And when I've asked people, have you heard of Roblox? People either just say, no, what's Roblox? Or it's that Minecraft thing. Unless they have children and they go, oh yeah, my daughter plays it. You know, kids play Roblox. People who have kids know about Roblox. And I only, <laughs> I only learned about it because they IPO'd. So I think, you know, the initial IPO valuation was 30 billion and then they went up to 45 billion by the end of the day. And goodness knows where they're at now because I haven't looked. But because they IPO'd, they were in the news a lot. And that caused me to look into it a little bit more. And then YouTube suggested me a video about how much money you can make by making games on Roblox. And then I was like, I should be making games on Roblox. Did, did YouTube really suggest you that? How did it get you there? I have no idea. It literally, just in my suggested videos one day, there was a video. I can't remember the exact like wording of the video, but it, it was something like, this is how much money you can make from Roblox. I think it was by Dev King. I'll, I'll find the video and I'll put but it in the show notes. But you're Googling Roblox anyway. No, I, I don't think I was. I think it was just that Roblox was in the zeitgeist because of the IPO. Like, I only found out about the IPO because I Googled it after watching this video. Just like, for some reason, YouTube, on its suggested videos, had a video about how much money you can make from Roblox. And the video was a year old. How much money can you make from Roblox? Well, in 2020, more than a thousand devs made ten thousand dollars more than 300 made a hundred thousand dollars there are definitely games on roblox that are pulling in millions like literally millions of us dollars and you know there are programming positions to work on those games that pay a hundred thousand us dollars just to be a dev on that game what kind of game is popular on roblox well okay so here is the terrible part because roblox is a microtransaction hellscape. I, after, you know, learning about Roblox, decided to make a Roblox account. And actually, you know what's really funny? My username was taken. Who the hell is Katsu on Roblox? It's not me. Did you message them? <laughs> I, you know what? I should. I should. But but you'll be talking to a child, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That, yeah, that, that's such a good point. That's so true. Oh dear. Well, that kid is going to be disappointed when they try and use that username on anything else because I've got got it on basically every other platform except Twitter where it's some random Japanese person. Anyway, I made a Roblox account. I tried playing a bunch of the popular games and it was really fascinating because some of the games are genuinely amazing. Like some of the games are, they're as complicated as a as a full-on, you know, air quotes, real game, you know, like, it's as complicated as The Sims, or it's as complicated as, like, World of Warcraft, even, you know, like, it, it, there's serious stuff out there. I weirdly played a game called Adopt Me, I think it's one of the most popular games on the platform, and it's about adopting 
and raising pets. At least that's what I thought, you know. So I just got dropped into this game and I had like a little house and I had to go to the adoption agency and I got an egg and I had to take care of the egg and the egg hatched into a puppy. And I was like, okay, this seems fun. I'm very confused about what I'm doing because there's new tutorial. But apparently Roblox games just don't have tutorials because literally they did some study and they showed games with tutorials perform worse because I guess kids just don't like tutorials. And so everything is just really confusing, but you've just got to figure it out, which I guess is what life is like as a kid. So that's why Roblox reflects that because that's their user base, right? So I was incredibly confused, but I was just having to like go with it and figure things out as I went along. And so I got a pop-up that said, so-and-so would like to join your family. And I was like, well, you only live once, click accept. Turns out I just adopted another player and then I had to look, look after them and take them to school and put them to bed. And I had to clean up after their pet as well. And I was like, I did not sign up for virtual parenthood. And I logged out and I've never come back. I'm so, I'm so confused. So you can be an adoptee. Yeah. So not only can you adopt pets, I think you can adopt like virtual like NPC babies, but you can adopt other players too. And literally another player came up to me and asked me to adopt them. And then I had to look after them like I was their parent. And like, for all I know, they were like a literal 10 year old or something. I mean, that just seems very wrong. And so, yeah, I, I literally peaced out. You know, I went out to buy some milk and I just never went back. That's a really good idea. Well, it's one of the most popular games on the platform, I can tell you. Kids like being parents or playing parents. Exactly. Well, this is probably why it's one of the most popular games on the platform. You know, it's it's really interesting because obviously the default games it shows you are the games that are popular. And so, like, that's one of the games that's really popular. There's another one that's a bit more like The Sims. I think there's one about, like role-playing in a virtual fairy high school like it's literally a high school but you're all fairies i haven't played this one i just saw some video footage of it so you know intriguing but also as i also need to get to at some point microtransaction hellscape like everything is trying to get you to spend robux which is the currency in roblox for cosmetic items for cosmetic items, for speeding up your leveling up, for buying more coins to buy cosmetics in the game. You know, like, I mean, but the thing is, like, the games are really fun. Like, a lot of the games are really surprisingly fun. Because I played some game called, I think, Speedrun Simulator, for example. And it's really clever. Like, every time you click the mouse, your speed increases. And the rate at which your speed increases, well, it's kind of fixed. But once you hit a certain speed level, you can do what's called a rebirth. And this seems to be just like, there are certain conventions in Roblox games that I really had to like learn. Like it seems to be a really common thing in Roblox games just to have this system of like rebirths, which is kind of like prestiging in COD. So you like, you reach a, like a maximum level or the maximum level it's practical to get to. And then you're allowed to rebirth and then you can go through it again, but like at a higher growth rate. Maybe that's not like prestiging in COD, but that's how it worked in this particular game anyway. And so I built up my speed. I collected power-ups to build up my speed. I did some races, but I lost them because I wasn't fast enough. And then I did a rebirth and I did it again and I did it again and I did it again. And then like you can unlock pets and pets also increase the rate you know increase how much your speed increases each time you click but the pets 
well, they cost a lot of virtual currency and you can always get more currency or better pets if you spend Robux, for example. Or if you want a sparkly trail, well, that will be X number of Robux. Or if you want to be a VIP, that will be a thousand Robux. You know, every game is just loaded with microtransactions because I guess that's how they make money. For the pricing of the microtransactions, are they comparable to the games that we play? So is it... It's like, no. it's like Fortnite or it's like COD Cosmetics. So it is like two pounds, three pounds a go. It's not like pennies, if you will. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, like one US dollar, five US dollars. <sighs> and, you know, it's interesting again, because the conversion rate for Robux into US dollars is 350 USD per 100,000 Robux. So you need to be earning, you know, millions of Robux if you want to make significant income from Roblox, which is probably why everyone's loaded stuff up with microtransactions. And yet, you know, the games, they're good. I, I've only scratched the surface. I think there are, there, there must be like hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of games on the Roblox platform. Did you see any first-person shooters? So I haven't played any, but I know there are a lot. And some of them look good. I think good is a relative term. Good for Roblox or good? Good, good for Roblox, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, good for Roblox. Surprising for Roblox. Because you know, most Roblox games look like Roblox games. You know, There's a certain look to them. But you can just import arbitrary models and animations and things. Like It doesn't have to look like a Roblox game. So I think there are FPSs out there that look like an actual FPS. You know, like, I saw some footage of one where they were, I think they were firing a car 98 and they were using, like, the car 98 model that's, like, in PUBG or something, you know. it, And the animations, you could, they were sliding the bolt back and, you know, ejecting the, the case and everything. Like, it was really, it looked like a real first-person shooter, not a Roblox game. You know, the, that, that's the thing. Roblox is not Minecraft. You know, Minecraft is like, oh, let's put down some blocks. Roblox is literally just a generic networked simulation. It's, it's crazy. You can do anything in Roblox, basically. Did you see the, the marketing video that I put in the notes? Oh, this is the one about where they started from interactive physics in 1989. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I watched it. I think the idea is really good, but the reality isn't there yet. I mean, having a social, uh, having a social space makes perfect sense, especially in Corona times. Yeah, I mean, they want to be the Oasis. You know, like my my comparison to Ready Player One's Oasis, or like the metaverse. I think is the more generic term, but Ready Player One is probably something most people will be more familiar with. They want to be that. You know, that was a, that's a deliberate comparison and that, that's what they're aiming for. But yeah, they're not there yet. But if you actually look at the dev environment, the pieces are all there for it. Like, okay, I mean, I won't get into too much programming stuff, but you really can make a lot of stuff. Like they really just, they take care of a lot of very difficult stuff for you. I mean, there are lots of things that probably you can't practically do because you don't have that much control over like the really deep, low-level bits of the engine. You know, you're still just scripting stuff. But they just magically take care of networking and physics for you. 
and you can build hub worlds. You, you can teleport from one game into another game, you know. And you can build interconnected worlds within your own game, or you can literally have a portal that like takes you from one game into another game. That, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of potential there. And millions of people have grown up with it as if it's normal. So I know you've started building something for Roblox. Are you going to keep going? Do you believe in the dream? Yeah, actually, you said your manager was trying to make something at one point. Do you know if they had any success? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, the thing is, if you look at the numbers, you know, they said over a thousand made $10,000, but like $10,000 isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. It, it would be difficult to live on an income of $10,000, right? Like 100000 fine, but 10000 I don't know. So I, I suspect that trying to make games on Roblox is like trying to make a podcast. And there are a few people who are very successful and there's a vast long tail, <laughs> which we're in, where you make a few hundred dollars. <laughs> and... It's a fun hobby, but it's not enough to live off, right? So I think I do need to temper my expectations. But it's interesting to play around with it because it really does just magically take care of a lot of stuff for you. And I, within a day, basically made a kind of bad clone of Hexagon from Four Guys. Like, I was thinking... What you know, if you wanted to make a game like Four Guys, what's the hard bit? The hard bit is all the networking, right? And the you know, distributed networked physics, they just take care of all that for you. And so now you just have to script some like random tortuous events. And I was thinking, I could just make Four Guys, that'll be fun. So yeah, I made Hexagon because that's my favorite event in Four Guys. But you know, it was easy, and maybe I should polish it up and actually release it i think i think there's like loads of hexagon clones on there already so it's not going to be anything groundbreaking but it's fine so mike's hexagon yeah well i was going to call it bestagon you know be the bestagon and in fact i had a whole load of like knockoff four guys event ideas there's, there's be the bestagon there's real fake doors which is kind of like <laughs> doordash is it called doordash whatever that whatever the event in four guys is where you've got to some of the doors are real, some of them are fake. It was going to have real fake doors. What was, what was the other one? Dodge wall? Dodge wall, anyone? Dodge the wall? Yeah, I was, I was going to make like a Four Guys-esque compilation of minigames game and sell <laughs> offensive microtransactions. At what point are they offensive? I mean, if people are paying for them, it's, it's what people want. Yeah, I know. We should, we should have one, like, buy Sir Michael a Ferrari, and we should just have, like, a progress ticker towards Ferrari. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't want a Ferrari. Maybe a 3090. That's more achievable. Have you tried it? No. You, you should try it. Or introduce your daughter to it. That might be a terrible idea. Rip your credit card. No, I think the, the idea of the fairy high school sounds amazing. Yeah, you know what? We we <laughs> we should we should go to Fairy High School for the next book club. <laughs> Let's not, but <laughs> imagine. It's just weird to think that so many of the other players are actually kids. 
imagine if you're playing some first person shooter and you're like get dunked on you suck and it's like uh it's probably because they're like a 10 year old playing on a phone and there you are with your like razor black widow and high refresh rate screen and you're still getting destroyed by a 10 year old because they got youth they've got that youth the fast reactions fast fast fibers fast twitch muscle fibers in their fingers yeah at this point point it's better sending alex than me now i i think i should try and build a bit more on it but i don't know dreams the dream of success on roblox can you be a roblox big shot a roblox whale what does it take to to really make money from roblox but i should probably try i should try a little bit harder at least i should ship something you know i should actually finish something yeah, because then you could accidentally have a flappy bird. You never know. You can play my game, by the way. It's public. I don't want to. <laughs> I said that so quickly and so rudely. You know what I love about you, Tim? You're so supportive. It's just like the pre-chat. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think I'd... <laughs> I would have let's, said yes. Let's move on. <laughs> I check my laser gun and I go pew pew pew. Rapid fire, rapid fire. PS store closures. The Sony, PlayStation, PSP, and PS3 stores are closing in July, and the uh, the PS Vita store is going to be shutting down in August. Sad times. I guess it's inevitable. Is it inevitable? Yes. It's kind of rubbish. I mean, game preservation is a thing. Definitely nowadays. And I really wanted to find out your thoughts on next steps. I mean, does this just give you an open invitation to just emulate? I mean, if we had legal counsel on this podcast, I'm sure there would be... (laughs) flailing their arms and signaling <laughs> no say no my mouth is just like motion yeah no 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 so yeah legally i'm sure the answer is no you know emotionally ethically whatever you should make up your own mind <laughs> but legally i have to say no <laughs> who's got time to emulate anyway there's too many new things to play but uh no no, no i'm just being facetious I think it's very sad. I I think, yeah, because preservation-wise, a lot of things are just going to be lost to the ether because there are certainly plenty of games that never got a physical release for these consoles as well. And there's just no way to ever play them now. Unless someone, you know, has it downloaded to the physical console and then they rip it somehow. It belongs in a museum. This problem is only going to get worse as well. Like what, you know, what is the acceptable lifetime for a digital storefront? What in 15 years are digital only PS5 users going to do? Although then again, we might be in an end of console generations kind of situation at that point. You know, maybe. Okay, so to, to elaborate my statement there. 
the PS5 can play PS4 games. The PS6 will probably play PS5 games, you know. So maybe it's less of an issue because they're just going to keep rolling the storefront on. You know, maybe this is maybe this just seems like a problem, but it's because these were all nascent digital platforms and they've got their act together now. And it will be like Windows, you know, it will just be forever backwards compatible and everything will be around forever. Okay. Next up. Mario is dead. <laughs> I love this. I thought this was so funny. Because, yeah, March 31st, Nintendo stopped selling 3D All-Stars and took down Super Mario 35. So the internet took that to mean that Mario was being publicly executed on March the 31st. There are a whole bunch of funny tweets. There's like a phone Nintendo Direct. Tune in to see Mario be publicly executed. I don't know. It made me laugh. Maybe I just have a very dark sense of humour. And more recently, Nintendo have announced their, their new BR. Pac-Man 99. I am so up for this 99 trend. You know, Tetris 99 was really good. Mario 35 was a bit hot and cold on, but I am totally up for this just becoming a genre. I think this is great. Like, what other classic game is going to get the BR treatment next? I love BRs. I haven't actually played Pac-Man 99 yet, though, because I haven't actually really played the Switch very much. What, what games do you like? You, do you want a DDR 99? Uh, that, that would be great, but that would be hard. Just because you can't really play DDR on a Switch, right? Unless you were just stomping on the screen. <laughs> So what do you need? What do you want next? Oh, I'm happy just to be surprised. You know, we could have a Zelda 99, for example. I don't know how that would work. That's not my job. Nintendo, get on with it. We could have, what, Pio Pio 99? Bejeweled 99? Like, you know, we could have loads of things. Sonic 99? Sanic 99? That'd be something special. Excite Bike 99? Mario Kart 99? hot stuff next up microsoft's 10 billion dollar bid to buy discord could be finalized as early as this april this is interesting what is discord really offering gamers <laughs> i guess this discord is like the dominant gaming specific chat app by a long way like do you do you remember back in the day like Teamspeak? Do you remember that? Yes. I, re I remember, you know, we used to have to pay for a TeamSpeak subscription for our World of Warcraft guild. <laughs> like, like, Discord is just, like, for free. Discord is, Discord is amazing what you get for free. The streaming, the voice chat, just spinning up your own server, giving its identity, all the emotes. Do you seek out chat groups in Discord? Random ones? I mean, no, but... I'm practically a boomer, aren't I? Let's be honest. I'm sure I'm sure true millennials slash zoomers are all about that. Where, where's the I don't know. I don't use Discord. You do, you don't use Discord? It's because you don't have fun. No, I'm kidding. You don't you're not really into PC gaming. I think it's very PC gaming focused, I guess. Although although, wait, I'm gonna say my mum uses Discord. My mum uses Discord for Pokemon Go. I think she's an admin, in fact. 
on the Pokemon Go Discord. So it's not all about PC gaming, though I, I, I feel like it's obviously PC gaming is a very major faction in Discord. I mean, to me, Microsoft buying it, why not? It's probably a good investment for them. I mean, they're just buying a lot of market share and Microsoft probably wants to be dominant in PC gaming. After all, it is their operating system most people play on. But it doesn't. I just hope that they treat it better than Skype. But it doesn't make money. Well, once you reach a certain size, it doesn't seem to be about making money anymore. It just seems to be about farting money on, you know, ridiculous mindshare purchases. Like, the, the two billion they spent on Minecraft seems pretty cheap now, honestly. Uh, yeah, it does. So, 10 billion to just be PC gaming? Why not? Next up. Epic is set to lose 330 million US dollars in its battle to gain market share from Steam, mainly from exclusive games and its weekly game offerings, free game offerings. You see, this is how you know Epic is really successful. They're just yoloing. 330 million. That's just this year, isn't it? Actually, no. Is that this year? Last year, they lost 444 million, was it? There's just like loads of big numbers floating around for this. I love I love the ad- additional statements to this one. Apple's projections hint that when factoring exclusives and other expenses, the Epic Games will only be profitable by 2027. Yeah, this is all stuff that's come out because of the antitrust trial between Epic and Apple. And I think Apple asked to see Epic's financials and thus, yeah, came up with this projection. And then Epic have gone, no, uh, we're going to be profitable by 2023. I don't care. I'd, I'd love to be running in a business where I don't need to be prof- profitable for another two stroke six years. I know, right? Just think, it's like funny, like your, your, your measure of success is how much money you've managed to spend on giving stuff away to people. Like, this is amazing. Anyone can be successful in a business like this. Look at me. I'm going to give you $100 million. Woo! Let's all buy Ferraris. It's all that Fortnite money. Fortnite has had some crazy skins recently. You know, even I was tempted to drop $20 on a skin the other day. $20 on one skin? Yeah, but I, I, I was really tempted twice. What was, this, what was this magical skin? The first one, they had a Terminator skin pack. So for $20, I mean, you couldn't buy it with, you couldn't buy it with V-Bucks. You had to buy it with cold, hard, real cash. But for $20, you could be the T-800 or Sarah Connor. Like, you literally could be, like, the exoskeleton, like, romping around the map, like, with a pickaxe, chopping down trees, you know. But, like, I thought that was amazing. But I resisted. And then they had another one where you could be the Xenomorph from Aliens or Ripley. I guess maybe I'm just a sucker for old sci-fi, but like both of those times I was like looking at it and it was a limit. It was like 24 hours. These packs were available. And I was like, do I want to be the Terminator? I mean, I really do, but it's also $20 for a skin in Fortnite. (laughs) 
and then exactly the same mental calculus for the xenomorph. I mean, I resisted both times, but it was surprisingly close to dropping the cash. All it takes is all like, I feel all it takes usually is just for one of your friends to have bought the skin and that'll trigger you. I mean, I do have friends who have been buying skins. I have a, I have a friend who, who bought the Master Chief skin and he just immediately dropped the money because he really wanted to be the Master Chief. Was that $20 as well? I think I think it might have been. This is ridiculous. That, so that's why they can afford to give away these games. It's like, we can't give away these games. They cost $20. It's like, dude, someone just bought, <laughs> someone just spent $20 on a skin. We're fine. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. So that was the platform's now we're on to what? COD, Cyberpunk, GTA. Triple A games. Triple A. <laughs> okay. So COD, the next COD. The next Call of Duty is reportedly set in an alternate history where World War II never ended. We had a Call of Duty World War One, didn't we? I don't know. At this point, I've <laughs> okay, lost just, just track. Goes to show how, just goes to show how good it was. was <laughs> how memorable it was. Th- this one's rumoured to be called Vanguard, I think. Do, do you care? You're going to buy it because it's a new COD game. I'm not going to buy it because I don't care about World War One or World War Two CODs. Really? So you only buy the Modern Warfare ones? I tried to. Did, did you buy Black Ops? I buy Black Ops. But I don't think, I don't think the World War One stroke World War Two guns would be as fun. Usually they're quite, they're not automatic guns. Is that, that's not what I mean. It's just everything is slower. World War Two, they're automatic. I mean, World War One they still had horses, so yeah, maybe there. But World War Two they've got like reasonably modern weaponry. Plus, this is alternate history World War Two. They probably got they probably got freaking sharks with laser beams. Plasma guns. Plasma guns are nearly always a disappointment. The only thing I care about is what is it going to do to Warzone? Are are we going to have a Warzone integration for this game as well? That would make it worthwhile. Like, (laughs) what I mean is Warzone needs to be changed up, right? And the challenge of having it fit in the 1950s World War II setting could be interesting. Although you've sold me on the idea of Warzone with horses. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that. I was thinking, imagine a game of Warzone where <laughs> you had horses and you've all got bolt action, single shots, you know, weapons. You're all running around with like Mauser rifles or Car 98s or whatever. Like, that would be interesting, surely. I'm not sure it would be fun. Should we move on to the next bit of COD news? COD Mobile. Timmy Studios, the devs behind COD Mobile, made $10 billion in revenue last year, making it the world's largest developer. The world's largest developer? Really? I guess $10 billion is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. $10 billion. That's almost a billion a month. That is almost that is actually a crazy amount of money. I just I just can't believe that some studio I've never heard of is making this much money. 
you were confused by Roblox, you can also now be confused by COD Mobile. This is what happens when you get old, you just become confused by everything. What's going on? I mean, I just, it's, it's also, I guess, just a blind spot because I don't play mobile games. Like, I just really don't play mobile games. In fact, neither of us do, really. Right? No. No, I'm trying to, but there's nothing that fits what I'm looking for. Have you ever tried playing a first-person shooter on mobile? Or even a third-person shooter? I don't think so. I think I tried playing... PUBG Mobile. I think I played Fortnite as well on the phone at one point just to try it. And it's kind of hard, but I watched like some younger cousin, they're like university age or whatever, and they were playing they, they were playing mobile COD and I was really blown away by how how good they were at it. Like how fluidly they were playing on a mobile phone. Like it, it shocked me how well it is possible to play on a phone because you know when i'm playing on the phone i i honestly find it hard to like move and aim and tap in the right place to like shoot or jump or whatever like i find it really fiddly to play with finesse but like watching this guy play i was shocked you know he he was playing it as well as i would play with like a mouse and keyboard but you know, I guess if your mobile phone is your primary gaming device and COD Mobile is your primary game, I guess you would become very good at it. Shall we move on? Yeah. Anyway, that's just an aside. So moving on, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven multiplayer cancelled. Maybe CD Projekt Red announced that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven's multiplayer is being reconsidered. To be delayed or cancelled? I think this makes sense. I, I, I don't think Cyberpunk 2077 needs a multiplayer mode. But can you... Not- or at least it, it, doesn't, it doesn't need one to make the current game a complete package, if you see what I mean. Like, you could certainly release a Cyberpunk 2077 online in the same vein as GTA Online. But I don't think it has to be part of the current single-player experience. Like you don't have to bolt it onto that. You could literally just release it as a separate game. Uh, yes. Yep. I can imagine a Division 2 stroke. No, actually, let's go with Division 2. You could have a Division 2 style game bolted onto it. Don't say bolted on. We just said don't bolt it on. I mean, you're welcome to bolt it on if you want. But what I'm saying is you could... <laughs> You could sell it again, or it could be free with microtransactions, you know. But a PvE shooter could be good. It's so funny that you think PvE shooter. I, I obviously think BR. No, no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I was thinking more GTA Online. I was literally just thinking make it like GTA Online. But yeah, an open world looter shooter would also be very good. That is totally a different game at that point, though. Talking of GTA. Online. I thought this was amazing. Maybe maybe this is going to be really boring for everyone else, but as a... Let's make it interesting, please. Programmer. As, as a self-identified programmer, I mean, am I really a programmer anymore? 
I thought this was incredible because I previously, you know, I previously commented on this podcast that GTA Online's load times are just obnoxious. Like, what is it doing? You know, it it takes, it feels like it takes like 10 minutes to load the game. 10 minutes is exaggeration, but I think it is literally like six or seven minutes. And obviously I'm not the only person to think this. Someone on the internet looked into it. So, you know, I have it on PS4. They, they had the PC version. So they, they looked at what their computer was doing when they were, like, booting up GTA Online. And they saw that several minutes were spent with no network activity and just their CPU running at 100%. So they were like, what is the CPU doing? Because everyone, you know, the general thinking is that it's the network that's slowing us down, right? You're, you're just calling home to the server and that's what's slow, right? Yeah, exactly. Because like GTA Online kind of looks just like GTA 5, but GTA 5 doesn't take this long to load. So, you know, the assumption is there's just some online specific thing that's taking the time and it must be networking, which would make sense. But when they looked, there was no network activity. It was all CPU. And so then they decompiled the game and looked at what the game was actually doing. And they realized that, I don't think there's any way around this, it's just going to get technical. Basically, the game was just doing some really crazy stuff. Like, there are things where you should, you know, it was looking up the length of a string, and you should just know the answer. But it was like counting the length of the string every time, like character by character, you know. Or it was trying to check if there were any duplicate items. But like they logically should have known there were no duplicate items but instead they were doing this n squared complexity check to see if there are any duplicate items basically they were just doing loads of unnecessary computation so they did a great write up of it they made a proof of concept patch to show that this was really a problem and you could basically like shave off minutes of load time by just putting in these two simple fixes and if you had access to the source code you could fix it properly and then Rockstar saw this and fixed it and then gave them a 10k bug bounty for (laughs) fixing this really embarrassing problem that's probably think about how many millions of man years have been wasted by people waiting for GTA online like think about it you know millions of people play this game and have been playing it for years and have been wasting minutes of loading time every time they boot up Think of think of like how many hectares of rainforest have been burned to generate the power to run these useless computations. It's a tragedy, but at least it's finally been fixed. Is that a reason to boot up GTA Online now? I mean, at least when you do, you won't have to wait as long. I'm not sure. GTA Online is also just printing money through offensive microtransactions, isn't it? We never played the heists. I actually really would have liked to play the GTA Online multiplayer heists, but we just never had the right number of people, did we? We were always like one person short or one person over. Yep. Yeah. Lastly, did you enjoy any April Fool's Day pranks? I enjoyed the one you got. Yeah, I kind of missed most of the April Fool's this year. I mean, I do like it when companies really embrace april falls and they like add a whole new game mode or do something nuts like 
did did Overwatch like make a fake patch where they just made the characters do crazy things just for one day? Or in Warzone there was Mo Gulag Mo problems where if you won your Gulag fight, you got another Gulag fight. Like basically like you could come back from the Gulag like ten times. As long as you, you know, if you won your Gulag fight, then you got rewarded with another Gulag fight the next time you died. Like there was a game where I literally just like won my Gulag fight like four times, which sounds good, except that that means actually I just died four <laughs> times. <laughs> but at least I won the Gulag. Anyway, my favorite April Fool this year. I I got a message from a friend in the morning going, "OMG, have you seen this?" and it was a screenshot of a tweet by Hideo Kojima saying, thanks a lot, Lost Levels Club. So much for no spoilers. You ruined the walking mechanic on our Death Stranding episode or something to that effect. And I was like, what the? Is this for real? And then I looked on our Twitter and obviously it was not for real. And I was like, you photoshopped this, didn't you? And he was like, yes, lol. And I was like, damn it. I was really excited for a moment. I thought Senpai had noticed me, but no. We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please, please, please. You can find us on email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club. On Twitter. At Lost Levels Club. On Twitch. As Lost Levels Club. Anywhere else. Reddit. Slash r slash Lost Levels Club. To Michael. What are you grateful for today? I am grateful for the support of friends and family putting up with me when I've been in some terrible doom spiral (laughs) about trying to get back to Hong Kong, which I don't even know I'm trying to get back at this point, but I am. All your things are there. Your things are there. (laughs) My stuff is there. My computers, my high refresh rate monitors. How can I play Warzone without them? Yeah. Well, I am I am renting a flat there, so it is kind of insane that it's been empty and I've been paying it for months. <sighs> anyway, thanks everyone for putting up with me while I've been going mad. So Michael says bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>